<laughs> hey, Peter Navarro here with the latest podcast and Substack. Buckle up, baby. A short story, America's stock market in the eye of the hurricane. Hi, Peter Navarro here with our weekly economy and market wrap for the week ending September 15th, 2023. And things are getting more interesting every day. For much of the last week, it looked like a pretty nice little bounce back for the bulls after last week's losses. I watched this action with particular dismay as the bearish financial news of the week simply did not support any bullish sentiment whatsoever. It's like we were in the eye of the hurricane. A particular note was the latest news on the inflation front, indicating not only that inflation was heading back up again after some months of respite, but was also likely to lock in for the longer term, something that yours truly has been warning about for some time. Now, if you play the short side of the market in times like these, note, I don't recommend it for most folks because market movements happen far more quickly on the short side and it is far easier to get burned. But if you do, you have to have steely resolve when you see bullish moves like those in the earlier part of last week to hold on to your convictions. Friday, however, the short side got resumption. A mini Black Friday, and now for four out of the last five weeks, has been a bear's lunch on Wall Street. It was indeed a steep little dive on Friday, and by the end of the week, the Nasdaq fell by 1.56%, while the S&P 500 fell by 1.22%. Of course, if you were an investor holding SDXU, triple short exchange traded fund for the S&P 500 I've been talking about, that was a nice little gain. Again, however, I don't recommend this kind of play, and I'm not giving stock market advice here. I'm just trying to explain to you how the game on Wall Street is played. To wit, rather than go on margin to bet big and face a possible margin call and total bankruptcy like in the old days, these leveraged instruments allow investors to satisfy their appetites for a higher risk without completely falling on their swords. As to why the markets fell on Friday, it may have been the start of the strike by the United Auto Workers against the auto industry, serving as the catalyst. For details of this strike and the role of Bidenomics in precipitating it, please do check out my last substack where I reprised what was probably the most fun 48 hours I had during my four years in the White House. This is when I was able to settle the last auto strike on behalf of President Trump after it had dragged on for like 30 days. For me, this new strike came as no surprise. As I detailed in my last Substack, even though we deplorables who breathe through our noses are supposed to be dumber than the corporate types on the other side of us, every UAW worker who has to feed a family knows damn well that inflation has been going up faster than wages. And the only way for these workers to insulate themselves from declining real wages is to make sure a cost-of-living adjustment, or COLA clause, is in the contract. 
The UAW members did lose that COLA back in 2007, and winning it back is going to be a big part of the negotiations. Yes, the UAW members need and deserve a COLA and should get one. But the bigger picture here is that once COLAs are institutionalized back in labor contracts, in, in, in the light of these tight labor markets, which we're facing, that will reinforce the wage price spiral that the Biden economy is already beginning to suffer from. Such a wage price spiral was the bane of the 1970s because it made inflation virtually uncontrollable. Ergo, my bearish posture towards the market. And my gentle warning to each of you is that these are the times where it is critical that you boost your financial market and economic literacy in order to protect your job and preserve your wealth. If I can help you a little bit in that effort with this weekly column, I will have fulfilled my Substack mission. As for other news that caught my eye last week in the financial press, I would be remiss if I failed to point out the very latest treachery and treason of Elon Musk. The backstory here is that Musk has made a very big and bad bet in communist China by building the biggest electric vehicle plant in the world in Shanghai. The very clear devils and dragons bargain Musk has made is to repeatedly kiss the derriere of the Chinese dictator Xi Jinping in exchange for access to China's slave labor, pollution havens, massive Chinese government subsidies, and very dirty capital. Musk, as a capitalist run amok, kisses said derriere by praising the socialist economic model of China, by turning a blind eye to the horrific human rights abuses of Xi Jinping, and in the latest outrage, by publicly claiming that Taiwan, Taiwan is a part of communist China and should be returned to mainland control. Never mind the 100 million plus Taiwanese living in one of the world's more vibrant democracies, the geopolitical and strategic importance of Taiwan, or the fact that if America loses Taiwan's semiconductors to the communists, we're screwed. Pardon my French. All I can think here is that God does indeed work in mysterious ways. In this case, he gave Musk a total sociopath with a massive IQ to invent all manner of things, but left out the requisite genetic material to make sound moral and ethical choices on behalf of mankind. One way or the other, through artificial intelligence or Chinese communist domination or whatever, Musk may wind up doing us all in. All right, that's enough for the soapbox. The key takeaway here is that cash remains king, and such cash is now offering a healthy return in money markets. Risk remains to the downside in the markets, and the worst is likely to come, perhaps for a long time, starting with a dreaded market correction. As I often do, I'm offering a free coupon to my Substack subscribers to take my online course in Strategic Macroeconomics for Business and Investing. Give it a spin if you like. Hey, it's a $20 value, 
And I promise it will be a pleasant journey and perhaps a quite profitable one. Just click on the link at the website at my Substack, PeterNavarro.substack.com, PeterNavarro.substack.com. At any rate, that's it for this week. And um, I hope that uh, you will pay close attention to these financial markets. They are a leading indicator of what's going on in the economy. And that's why we tune into them at least once a week. Peter Navarro, thanks for all your support and prayers. Out. He's written for the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. And now he's writing for you at peternavarro.substack.com. Get the latest updates related to the Chinese Communist Party's invasion of America. Read Peter Navarro's weekly market recap to protect your wealth. Get the inside scoop on all the things related to Trump 2024. All this information can be found at peternavarro.substack.com. Discover both the blueprint and the battle cry for taking back Trump's America. Subscribe today at peternavarro.substack.com. Look around and tell me what you see Every day, more people in the street Said I used to work in a factory Right now, I don't work for anything Oh
overseas And this ain't the land of milk and honey This is the land of trade and greed We go to the store and spend our money Trading me